Good morning from hell. I'm Chris, and I died recently, and my eternal punishment is to do this podcast where I interview everyone in the underworld uh, with my co-host, uh, who is running for president of hell against his older brother, Satan, Clayton. Uh, Clayton? Uh, Clayton is... What are you doing? Shadow boxing, Chris. I'm shadow boxing. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready, Chris. Getting ready for what? The, the show? I'm getting ready it's... for the debate next week. Okay, I'm out of breath. I'm actually lightheaded right now. Okay. Um. So I got a debate next week. It's gonna be for the primaries. All right, for the hell elections. Uh huh. And I, you know, I'm I'm getting ready. I'm I'm you know practicing my form in case things get physical. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. hitting the I'm hitting the books. Literally, yeah. I've been punching books over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I see a stack of books. I fucked them up. Therefore, stole their knowledge from them. I guess I can't say unequivocally that you won. Yeah, no, no, I kicked its ass. Also, my neck hurts really bad. Is it true what they say that if you sleep on a book, you absorb the knowledge? Like it just kind of permeates your skull? That's a thing, right? Well, what what book did you sleep on? Oh, you know the one, Chris, The it's got all the words in it. You know, it's that, that book. The book with all the words in it? Like what? You open it up and there's words... And, and then you you it like it describes like what the words are like it you know it tells you what the a dictionary that's oh thank you oh my gosh yeah does uh, that work do I absorb like all the knowledge from that book that's a thing right yeah it's, okay it's all right, cool. it's, yeah it's totally working all right sweet all right well all right. hey let's get into Q and A uh, man I can prep for the the debate later I already okay. know I'm gonna win I'm I'm feeling feeling good okay uh, we got a question here from Twitter from Patrick at Roranyton. 29. You just butchered his last name. I'm sure he's very happy about that. Go on. What's yeah. up, Ruby Rainey? Uh, he wants to know, what is water cooler talk like in hell? Oh, hmm. Well, you know, it's kind of like up on Earth. It's, you know, punishment. It's awful. I mean, there's a few differences. Like, our water is it's always boiling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, if you ever happen to, like, rest your elbow on the water cooler, you know, oh, oh, you, burnt, you yeah. burn your elbow. You know, we talk about just the stupidest, most boring shit imaginable. I mean, yeah. you know, again, it's, it's not too dissimilar from Earth, I, I imagine. Yeah, it's like there's always someone there who wants to tell you about his mortgage rates. That, and then and then they, they just started watching a series from, like, eight years ago. They're like, hey, let's talk about Breaking Bad. Yeah. You know that, how about that finale? And then you're like, the series finale? And you're like, no, no, like season, season three. Finale. Yeah. 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 It's just like, what, what? You know, you drink the boiling water, so oftentimes yeah. it'll be like, yeah. So a lot of times the talk is more just like, because everyone's just, their tongues are burned. Yeah. 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 But not you. I give you warm milk so I can smooth out those dulcet little tones of your voice. I need it nice and crisp for this podcast. Yeah, I wish I got the warm milk in a method other than the one you give me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you put the Chris in crisp. Yeah. Uh, so another question here from uh, Twitter user Tyler Kraus, hashtag Black Lives Matter. He oh, yeah. asks, uh, so I have been a long supporter of Satanism. What can Claytonism offer me that may convince me to switch over? Ooh, you know, we got we got a lot of things going on over here. You know, it, uh-huh. when I made Claytonism, I decided I wanted it to be like one of those really cool online services, you know? Mm-hmm. So we kind of have like a loot crate system, first of all. Uh-huh. Like when you join, you got to pay, you know, a small price of $66.66. But once uh-huh. every three months, you get a, a loot crate or, or a, uh-huh. as I like to call it, a suit crate. Um, uh-huh. You know, like like suit, you know, suit, no. like suit, like S-O-O-T. What? Moving on. Uh, yeah. You oh, get this thing. suit? Like suit? Like 
like burned ash like soot? there he is there he is yeah yeah and uh you know you, you get the soot crate and it's got uh, all sorts of goodies in it you get about 18 hail clayton t-shirts which are available now on the uh, store.rooster.com yes please god buy them please <laughs> and then um and then we'll give you it will have mugs in there too if they're not sold out anything else that that's the only advantage <laughs> Um, you know, there's lots of good discounts, you know, uh, the people mm -hmm. that, uh, helped us, you know, set up soot crate, uh, also helped us with their, they, they work on like AAA. So, you know, uh -huh. you can get like a, like a, kind of like a AAA discount. You get 0.6% off of every purchase. Wow. Yeah. Huge savings. Yeah. Of purchase of what? Um, primarily porn. Yeah. <laughs> porn. And you know, from what I hear, people are buying porn, you know, the DVDs and the VHSs. People are still buying those because uh -huh. you can't get them anywhere else. Yeah. You yeah. Know? There's exclusive. Even Betamax. They have Betamax porn. You can also get discounts on repair parts for uh, dishwashers. So, you know. What? Why dishwashers? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Is there anything else? Uh, you get the senior citizen discount at Luby's. So that's something else you get. Really? Oh, like, yeah. I guess that's good. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't love Luby's? I know I do. I love Luby's. Um, well, that sounds like, I mean, there you go. There you have it. Uh, vote for Clayton. <laughs> I, mean, I think all of these things that you can get. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, uh, last question. This is from Internet Nobody Six on Twitter. They ask, "How does our recording equipment not burn in hell?" Well, first of all, Internet Nobody, you are an Internet somebody. Okay, to me, you're important. Thank you for your vote in advance. All right, uh, to answer your question, you know it is very hot down here in hell, as mm -hmm. we mentioned with mm -hmm. the water cooler, boiling water. You know, mm -hmm. and it's hard for our recording equipment not to overheat. So. Um, you know what we do is we have a we've implemented a system of uh, cooling. Basically, we have uh, we have hundreds of hamsters put into these little spinning wheels, and then they run, and then and then they make fan like airs blows circuits circuits warm cold, and then hamsters eat, and then hamsters run, and then power good, and equipment cool. Yeah, eloquently put. I know. Yes, it's all just hamsters, little hamsters running in the... That's right. Let me... Actually, I'm going to move my microphone so you can take a listen. Here you go. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Hear, that. hear that? Hear them in there squeaking, dying. Cute yeah. little things. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes whenever one dies, they just end up flopping around in the tubes with the others. It's pretty pretty sad. I have to clean... Yeah. I'm in charge of the hamster maintenance. Just. Yeah, you know, Chris, and sometimes I catch you eating the hamsters, which makes it even more sad. Mm. You know, I'll be like, what, Chris? What's in your mouth? What's in your mouth? Spit it out, and then it's a little hamster corpse. Yeah, well, it's the only food that I have access to. And I only eat the dead ones. They're already dead, okay? I'm not killing hamsters, okay? okay. Just want to put All that right. on the record. Uh, okay, so who is our guest for this week? Well, Chris, um, as you know, I am running for the presidency of hell against my brother. You know? uh -huh. And we're really gearing up the campaign. It's coming up soon. Primaries are next week. Um, but, you know, in order to, to get to the top, you know, you got to start down in the local government, all right? You got to start like a, a Poison Ivy Roots campaign, okay? Uh -huh. So I've been dealing a lot with the local government, and, you know, I've been taking a lot of hard stances on, on the issues that matter, okay? Uh -huh. and, and one of the biggest things is, uh, is people are really against gerrymandering. It's a huge, hot topic, gerrymandering. Uh -huh. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I actually am for gerrymandering. Oh. So anyways, um, you know, here to talk on the subject is uh, local city councilman, uh, gerrymandering. Hey, guys. Hey. Good to see you, Jerry. Oh, I'm just happy to be here. So your name is Jerry Mandering? Yeah, that's my uh, my, my uh, Satan-given name, yes. Okay. Is this any relation to Jerry Mandering, like, the political actor is just, just... Of course. I mean, 
So the thing you'll find out is actually a lot of things that you guys love up on Earth were invented here in hell, including the namesake based off me, gerrymandering. You were named after gerrymandering? No, gerrymandering was named after me. I invented it. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's like, you know how, like, they call uh, some toilets the John because it was, you know, invented by a guy named John. Uh, Gerrymandering invented gerrymandering. Okay. Yeah, because years everyone was just... They had a king or a queen, and I said, hey, what if we give people some hope? What if we let them think that they have some kind of control over their life, and then we rob it from them? Because really, the ultimate type of torture is giving people hope and then crushing them under the weight of that hope. And that's what really motivates me to do all the things that I do in my career. Okay. Well, I mean, you've made a huge impact, I think, both in hell and, you know, up on Earth. So, uh, I guess congrats. Um, yeah, but not everybody likes it. I got to be honest. You know, there are a lot of haters out there. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I mean, gerrymandering's pretty messed up, so. No, gerrymandering's sitting right next to you. No, no, no. You seem okay. Uh, but yeah, the act, I think you you did a really good job making something awful. Um, Jerry, talk us through, like, how did you get elected to city council? You know, tell us your story, you know, how you got involved with local politics. Sure, but let me first tell you that the people out there who, you know, are angry with me and other city council members, they just want to complain. Because they look around hell and all they see is the good stuff. They don't see the truly awful things that me and my staff spend countless hours doing to our community. Yeah. Let's get the public in mind, you know? He's here to help. But I was just a normal demon like the rest of you guys. And then I saw a torture pit being built near my tribe. And I thought, that's terrible. It's just people are going to be tortured there all day. Like, when are me and my neighbors going to have time to go to it and throw children into the pit? They were taking a pit that you threw children in and they were trying to, what, I guess? They were trying to convert it into, you know, a, one of those traditional mass torture pits. And it's yeah, like, this yeah. is just a small community. Yeah. Like, this pit is for throwing small children into for the demons that live in this area. So gotcha. I ran on a platform to change that. When I was elected, they still built the pit, but uh-huh. for two hours from 2 a.m., to 4 a.m. There will be no torture and all demons will be able to throw as many babies into the pit as they want. That's a pretty good compromise, you know. Wow. I think that's the name of the game is compromise because, you know, at the end of the day, we got to find a place to torture these people, right? Yeah, whether they be babies or otherwise. Yeah, you know, I'm a pragmatist. I get it, you know, but I just give us some time, some access to the pit. I, I, yeah. I think that's the least, you know, the least we could do. Plus, I mean, you also wanted to preserve, you know, its historical value. I mean, that was oh, that was yeah. a, a, a tradition, you know, like that classic child throwing pit. You know, uh-huh. you can't you can't lose touch with that. Yeah, because like, I mean, not just me, but like, you know, everyone I see like remembers when they were young and their demon father took them and they threw their first baby into the pit. It yeah. means something. You know, and I don't want to rob future generations of baby throwing in pits. (laughs) Yeah. We need that. Yeah. You got to take a a strong stance on these things and, you know. So I guess I'm a little confused. So there's hell, which is like the entire underworld, right? Then there's Mm -hmm. also hell city, which is just like the capital of hell. Is that how it works? Yeah. So hell city, and that's kind of what we have total control over. It allows Uh us to enact... Um, necessary zoning uh-huh. regulations. For instance, uh, when I came on board, we made sure to put a landfill on every block. So when you exit your hut, 
you can smell the rotting carcass and trash of all mm. your neighbors. Yeah. Every Get neighborhood rid- gets a coal plant, and that's a promise from me and my campaign because we know kids love coal, right? Yeah. They love Think it. about the air, too. The air that we're breathing in every uh-huh. day. We don't want this crisp, clean, clear air. I want smog in my life, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have a right to smog. Well, it's good because it's like there are certain things you don't want to look at, and you and with smog, you have the ability to not look at them, you know? But with clean air, it's like you just see right through everything, and you, you see, see for miles. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, who wants that? Well, another good thing about those coal plants yeah. is, you know, you got those giant chimneys just mm-hmm. shooting black smoke up into the air, just just pouring out all sorts of chemicals and it's beautiful you know it's like they put up these coal plants and they're producing all that stuff but it's also it's like it's like a it's like a landmark you know Mm. yeah honestly it brings a tear to your eye and i mean that literally because the smog like it just it just attacks your lungs and your 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 tear ducts and really just you know makes you kind of weep yeah and i'm proud of that yeah and we want to make sure that everything's built to spec so you want to put a torture shack in your backyard then you better get a permit, which is when you permit a councilman to shove a pine cone up your ass. Every Wait. torture shack requires a <laughs> pine cone up your ass. To get a torture shack built? Yes. Part of the necessary paperwork and bureaucracy required in Hell City. If you want to do torture, you got to be tortured. You know, that's how it works. So it seems like you mostly deal in a lot of like bureaucracy and, and zoning and just like annoying laws and i wouldn't say it's annoying i think it's it's you know i think everybody loves bureaucracy i think that's one of hell's biggest gifts to the earth oh i love it i guess that's one of the benefits of living in like the city of hell you know like you actually get the benefit of all the bureaucracy that's not in the out in the country at the end of the day you're gonna get more torture in hell city you're gonna get more smog in hell city i mean if you want a truly terrible life hell city is where you want to be and it's because of hardworking politicians uh, like myself. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't end up in Hell City, you'd have to go to like the suburbs, you know, like Pflugerville or something. <laughs> uh, God, that, that sounds horrible. Yeah, I know. You know, speaking of making your life terrible, uh, Big Wireless, they're great at doing that. They, they, they love taking advantage of the little people. Uh, you know, and if, if, say, theoretically, they wanted to improve their life, they could try out Mint Mobile. I don't know why they'd want to do that, you know, to have such a great premium service such as Mint Mobile, where they can provide the same premium network coverage that you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost, because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, and they pass those savings directly to you, fair listener. And uh, switching over your service is super easy. They send you... A little SIM card and you put it directly into your phone. You don't have to do any hassle. It just plugs in. You keep your phone. You keep your contacts. It's super simple. And yeah, it's incredibly cheap. As low as $15 a month, which is crazy. Yeah, and to be clear, just because it's cheaper doesn't mean it is a lesser quality. I mean, personally, I've tried out the Mint Mobile service and I've noticed a difference. It's still the great coverage, you know, on surfing the web, texting, calling, It's all the same. It's just I'm saving a shit ton of money. And with Mint Mobile, you'll stop paying for unlimited data that you don't ever use. You can uh, choose between uh, different plans that work for you. 3, 8, 12 gigabytes, 4G, LTE data. You know, you can ditch your old wireless bill and start saving money to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get a plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash hell. Love that URL. Uh, mintmobile.com slash hell that's h-e double hockey sticks so you can cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month with mintmobile.com slash hell 
And you'll also support our show in the process. Get cheaper cell phone bills and cooler podcasts. Okay, so I don't know too much about like the zoning laws or the other like restrictions if you wanted to like build something or I don't know. Yeah, Jerry, how, how, how does zoning work down in hell? Like what's, you know, how, how do they determine what goes where and like what, what's the most of the city zoned for? Uh, you know, traditionally in hell city, every most of the city is zoned for torture. But, you know, there are some exceptions. I mean, the, the big thing that the city council does is manage zoning changes. Mm. So whenever we have a zoning change, we make sure to alert everybody nearby and everybody who wants to come in and complain about that change. We tell them exactly where to go, where to show up. It's a, a door in City Hall. You walk through it and it's mm -hmm. a bottomless pit. Oh. And so we get rid of all the complainers. Mm -hmm. And so we allow the city council to do what we want to do, which is anything. Which is anything. Okay, great. Seems fair to me. How do you alert people of these changes? Um, again, we we find the pine cone up the ass <laughs> really does Effective. get people's yeah. attention. Uh-huh. So you'll find, and you know, it's one of those things because limited budget, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. a lot of different aspects of local government bureaucracy revolve around a pine cone up your ass. And on earth uh, that might seem, you know, like a, like a metaphor, but, but in hell city, it's quite literal. Yeah. I heard yeah. you guys also really uh, recently went paperless, which was a big step. And I, I heard you were actually scribing, you know, local government announcements onto stones and then throwing them into people's windows. Yeah. Cause you figure that if, if the stone lands on their head, they're going to notice mm -hmm. it. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. the biggest thing is people are just going to ignore anything you try to like throw at them. But if you throw something they can't ignore, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're yeah. going to notice. It's just hard to break stuff with paper. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, you break a few bones, you'll move some heads. Yeah. In Hell City, uh, we want to make sure that if we have a school, there's a porn shop located within a quarter mile. So that's mm. really where zoning gets like creative and allows uh -huh. you really to mold things. I heard we were gonna try to reduce that distance to like, you know, meters, you know, like- Yeah, I'm, right well, there. I can only do so much. You know, I'm just one demon. But, yeah. um, you know, the closer we can bring liquor stores, um, drug dealers to schools, the better. And we do that through the miracle of zoning. All, all respectable businesses, and we need more of them. You, you, know, you know what we need more of, Jerry? Nail salons. Yeah, I know we have some nail salons in Hell City, but I know we want more. We have demons that need their hooves, claws, and horns uh, treated and trimmed. And, you mm -hmm. know, plus there's the BJs. Like the blowjobs? No, you stick a buff job for the, oh. For the horns. Oh, Chris, you wonder why you're in hell. Well, sorry, I, I, I don't have horns, so I don't get them buffed very often. <laughs> you're missing out. Well, it's, yeah, it's important. It feels almost as good as a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have noticed there are a lot of schools in hell, like a lot. Are, are there just a lot of kids, or like what's the deal with that? J Jerry, if I may, those are actually just school zones. Yeah, we just have... Oh. Yeah, you don't want, we don't want people driving too fast and getting to their places on time, so we just uh -huh. have school zones everywhere. Uh, oh, okay. Our school system is actually located in a place called Heck. Okay, so it's not in hell. It's like kind of like a study, like they have to go to Heck. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a really you know, weird kind of setup, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's, how it, that's uh. how it goes. But the schools are important, you know? It's the next generation of torturers. So do they, do they just they enter a school and then they get transported to Heck? Is that how it works? Yeah, Heck, or uh, as it's you know, sometimes known, uh, H-E double hockey six. So, oh, okay. another common name. Yeah. Okay. All right. Besides, like, I guess zoning, what else are you in charge of? 
Oh, well, the big thing is the budget. We set the budget oh. every year, and it's always a hot debate, you know, uh -huh. but literally. we have, you know, <laughs> literally, yeah, we have, we have priorities. Like, for instance, we know that we have to devote a lot of tax money to our fire crews and trucks, which are in charge of going around and starting fires around the city. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, well, yeah, I mean, that's like, if you don't have that... Where are the fires going to... Yeah. Who's going to start the fires? Yeah. Yeah. So what else? What are some other, uh, I guess, big budget items? Uh, well, we always make sure that there's a, a lot of money for construction at the airport. Uh, no matter mm. what, there will always be 365 days a year construction at the airport. Every time yeah. we finish building a road, we make sure there's money to start work on that same road again. So there will always be road construction. We yeah. know everyone loves road construction. Yeah. Basically, as soon as you finish that road, you start tearing it up again. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like there's really no other way to do it. Yeah. yeah. It's important. Those roads yeah. are important. Very important. And uh, so my my big project that uh, we're cutting the ribbon on this week is uh, it's a new uh, water sewage treatment plant. And it's uh, where you go and you're able to shit in the drinking water in Hell City and make sure there's a good amount of sewage going into every home in Hell. Wow. It's a big right. undertaking. It's, it's, it's important. Yeah, if someone's going to drink water, you want to make sure that there's a good amount of shit in that water. Well, and I will say this. It really makes, uh, you know, chat at the water cooler that much better when you just have, like, boiling shit. And the last big one is wildlife services, you know? I mean, when there's a hell beast in your lawn eating your intestines, you're going to uh -huh. get a little annoyed, you yeah. know? And you're going to want to call wildlife services to take care of it. Huh. And, you know, there are a lot of hell beasts in hell. So... What exactly do wildlife services do? Do they just like capture the beasts and take them out to? Um, oh, sorry, I, if I wasn't clear, uh, they, they don't they don't actually get rid of the beast. They they help feed you to the beast because mm. there's like you know really large fangs. It's kind of hard for the beast to oh. to kind of like get you in there. Uh -huh, so they, uh -huh, they, uh -huh. they grease you up and and then kind of like yeah. put you in. So it's really kind of more like murderers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, do you ever dabble in, like, the Parks and Heck Creation Department? Like, what, what are your stance on uh, Parks and Heck? Well, it's funny you say that or bring that up. Uh, right now, the big debate is all about Confederate statues. So, wait, are you for them? You want them? Or you're against? What, are, what is your thought on them? Oh, no, sorry. sorry. We're, not, we're not actually building statues. We're just taking actual Confederate soldiers in hell and covering them with uh, molten nickel and letting them dry. Oh. So, it's less... They're not really posing. Yeah. They're more kind of like, yeah. it hurts the birds. Yeah. It's birds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You've seen Star Wars Empire Strikes Back, you know, and then when uh -huh. Han was frozen. Yeah. It's like that, but they're just like a bunch of racist guys, you know, planted in various spots of yeah. fear. Yeah, and probably more painful. Yeah, definitely. Any other big things that you're kind of like in charge of? Yeah, I make sure that, you know, all of the employees at uh, in City Hall in Hell City, mm -hmm. uh, we have like a strong culture, and a part of that is having like a culture crew that's there to throw parties for our workers to distract them from how low their actual pay is just like on earth and gotcha. you know that's that's where companies got the idea to pay their employees so little and distract them by like you know fun parties or gotcha gotcha <laughs> it's really cool too because we'll take a lot of the money that we could be paying the employees and we'll just throw a really big elaborate wasteful party you know and then we announce Guess what? No Christmas bonuses this year. It's paying for this party. Ah. Yeah. And the great thing is you can use all of that money yourself. 
You just oh. reward the people up in charge. It's really great. But I mean, and again, you know, I don't want to take credit. You know, this is something Hell City has been doing for a while. But recently, you know, Earth companies, especially those tech companies, have really gotten on board. Oh, what? If, so I guess I'm curious. I haven't actually voted in Hell. Like, what is the voting process? It's actually, a, it's quite simple, isn't it, Jerry? Oh, uh, quite simple. You have to uh, travel outside of Hell City. If you want to vote in Hell City, uh-huh. you have to go out of Hell City to vote. Okay. And there's no form of transportation to get there. And in order to find the map to get mm-hmm. there, you guessed it, pinecone up the ass. Oh, yeah. I know. It's just, you know, the budget's limited, so our options are limited. If it works, it so. works. If it works, it works. So you yeah. have to go somewhere, get a pine cone up the ass to find out where the polling locations are. All right. I'll tell you guys. I'll tell uh-huh. you guys, but don't tell anyone else. Um, uh-huh. You you have to go to the maze of bewilderment. Okay. It's a very simple process to, uh-huh. to get your vote in, you know? Uh-huh. You just get a pine cone up the ass, mm-hmm. then travel to somewhere in another dimension to the maze of bewilderment. That's right. Find the one polling. And before you get, you'll have to go, we, we built a, the infinite uh, roundabout. So oh. you'll have to go through the infinite roundabout. And when uh-huh. you're done going through an infinite amount of loops, then you get to the maze of bewilderment. Okay. The yeah. entrance right. to the maze. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to go through the maze. You have to go through the maze, yeah. Yeah. And you better do that in 15 minutes or less because oh. that's how much time you have to vote in hell. Because voting's important. And we have to make sure that we get it right. So if it's only open for 15 minutes, we can make sure for 15 minutes that voting booth will be perfect. Everything will run smoothly if you really limit the number of people who are able to do it and the amount of time that they have to do it. That's Yeah, yeah that's genius. And, and fortunately, the, the voting polls are open at very convenient times from 3 uh-huh. a.m. to 3.15 a.m. And we're also in negotiation for opening up another easily accessible uh, voting booth. Oh, so there'd be more than one? That's right. We're, we're thinking about opening one up in heaven for the hell elections. If you were in hell, how would you get up to heaven? But you can't. Yeah, okay. I realized as I asked that question what the answer was. Um, mm. The important thing is that voting exists somewhere. Whether or not you get there in time is your problem. But yeah. as long as it technically exists, then this is a democracy. And I think... <laughs> This hell democracy is something that I feel very proudly of. Gotcha. Uh, so I guess you, you talked a lot about the budget. Uh, where where does the mm-hmm. budget come from? Like, is, I mean, is it all taxes? Of course it's taxes, you know? Yeah. And uh, the big one, um, you know, is the torture tax. You know, if mm. you're going to torture, we got to tax it. You know, yeah. it's just one of those things that the government has to get money somehow. And we know how important torturing is. Yeah. So if you want to shove a hot poker in someone's asshole, you're going to have to pay the government for the ability to do that. Mm. Mm. We also have uh, the school district taxes, you know, to educate the torturers of tomorrow, which we find, you know, very important. Yeah. And, and this uh, and that's just for the school zones, not for the actual schools, right? Not for the actual. Schools, yeah. Gotcha. No. Gotcha. Yeah. So are you running for reelection anytime soon or is there anything like coming up that people should be voting for no i murdered all my potential opponents so i'm oh. good on re-election uh so what i'm it. here is to push proposition 666 and that's where we will ban electric cars from hell ban mm. gasoline cars from hell and all automobiles will run on coal 
and not just normal coal, leaded coal. We're going to take the coal and we're going to put the lead in the coal and it's going to run out of your car. It's it's a very important proposition. People need to uh-huh. exercise their right and vote for it. You know, our, our, our slogan, our catchphrase is uh, don't be a bunch of dicks. Vote Prop 666. All right. So remember that jingle when you go to the polls. Mm-hmm. And uh, remember me as well, because I'm, I'm going to be voting in the upcoming election. Yeah. I love that jingle. Uh, Michael Jackson just finished like a really great version of it, and it's going to be running in the, the commercial soon. Good. Yeah. I have a question for you, Mr. Gerrymandering. Who will you be supporting in the presidential uh, primary? Well, that vote is for Mr. Clayton. That's right. I think he brings change that we need in hell. Wow. Things are too good. We need to make them worse. I am not alone when I say that Satan has taken a back seat in governance and things in hell have gotten too good. We need Clayton to make hell shitty again. Thank you. Thank you for that glowing endorsement. I promise I will do my best to you and to all my constituents. I will make things fucking awful. That is my promise. This is your first political endorsement. Wow, that's great. Congratulations, Clayton. Thank you. Your your pine cones will be in the mail. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) thank you. All right. Well, on that note, uh, make sure you guys tune in next week where we will be having our primary debates, uh, the first debates in the hell election. So it's going to be it's going to be big. Uh, after that, we're going to be taking a bit of a break, but we will be back uh, shortly after. Yeah, we'll, we'll take a couple weeks off uh, to work on the campaign, and uh, but then be back uh, just a few weeks later, and there'll be some uh, good, you know, political ads in between to give you stuff to listen to. That's right. So uh, tell your friends all about our show, all about our campaign. Uh, thank you for listening. Vote for me, and hail Clayton. All right. Uh, thank you, Brandon Farmahini, for coming on as Mr. Gerrymandering. Hooray. I'm sure that was terrible. Uh, <laughs> that's that classic Brandon Farmahini ego that I know and love. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Brandon, been a while since we got into work together. Uh, tell us what you've been up to. Um, well, I started my own company last year, and um, we have um, three uh, new podcasts you can check out. Uh, the Ooh. first one is kind of how when you turn 30, things suck. Your body sucks. Um, everything you were told as a child is a lie. And uh, it's awful. Everything's, everything's awful. And that should have been the name. But the, the name of the podcast is Wrong Side of 30. Um, <laughs> I just turned 30. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It's just going to get worse. I, I've, I think I've listened to every episode. It's extremely funny, Brandon. No, it's, it's very... It's very it not. No, no, no. You're, no, I'm, I, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't say this if I didn't actually believe it. I also wouldn't actually listen to it if I didn't actually enjoy it. It is very funny. Who was it that told the story about taking a shit in Paris? That was that, me. It, yeah, it was, yeah. It, I left a lot of details out. Like that whole that whole experience was just like thirty minutes long of of like uh, me in an old Paris cafe where the bathroom is just a single toilet. Yeah, mm. uh, like that's it. And, and then, like, there's a little American kid on the other side knocking, trying to like open the door. And I have to be like, I, I, I don't know why I said, I was like, Occupado <laughs> in France to an American. <laughs> and you know, she's this little kid and she's there narrating everything. She's like, mom, he's still going. He's been in there for 20 minutes. And then I don't know how you guys are, but I, I poop before I pee. So I'm done with the poop. And then I start peeing, and I'm like, finally, this experience is almost over. 
and I think they're gone because I haven't heard them in a while. And then I just hear through the door, mom, now he's peeing. <laughs> and I realized Americans are terrible. Yeah. Um, That's when it occurred to uh, you. And then my favorite thing is, uh, at least according to the most recent episode, uh, you can pay $20 or whatever, and you get to pick what the next episode's about. <laughs> yes. Via, via your fucking brilliant. Via, <laughs> via uh by all you have to do is contribute to brandon's cameo <laughs> yeah my cameo i mean like so the nine so some chick on 90 day fiance is like financing a house based on her cameo and i was like fuck i can get a cameo <laughs> um so we like made it a thing well, you can pick the next topic by buying a cameo all i know is i'm gonna be picking the next topic uh, should. After this podcast finishes recording um uh we have a new podcast though launching um it's I know you guys don't watch it, but you probably will soon because it's exploding in popularity. 90 Day Fiance. Uh, we have a 90 Day Fiance podcast launching. It's the best reality show on television. It's the best show on television. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. So if you do watch it, uh, it's called 90 Day Soiree. So uh, look for it on any all the major podcast providers. Uh, that one's a lot of fun. Yeah. And then what was your third one? Um, that one is a one-on-one -on -one interview. As Chris uh, definitely knows, uh, we have done a shit ton of interviewing over the years from, you know, like behind the scenes type shit. Uh, so um, I've just taken those skills, which are not transferable to anything else. And uh, I've done a one-on-one uh, -on -one podcast show, and that is uh, Tell Them Who You Are. So people I find interesting, uh, the next episode should be out uh, in about a week. And ironically enough, it is with a uh, city council person. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. Full circle. Yeah. Well, so people just search for wherever you're listening to podcasts. Uh, I personally would recommend uh, <laughs> Wrong Side of 30 because I think it's really funny. Um, but there's go give those a listen. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, Brandon. Yeah, thanks, Brandon. Oh, thanks for uh, thanks for having me. I hope uh, I hope uh, they don't cancel the show after this one. <laughs> <laughs> if I watch an episode of 90 Day Fiance, can I be on it? Sure. Okay. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Do you require money? No. Okay, then no. <laughs> yeah, then yeah. Then sorry, then yes. That's what I meant. Yes, that's, you can be on it. All right. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah, no problem, guys. Oh, bye, Blaine. Oh, bye, Brandon. <laughs>